The opinions expressed on the radio program by the hosts, co-hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions and responsibility of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Genesis Radio, www.genesisradio.com, Genesis Radio's owners, management, or affiliates. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings. And the Father, we put our faith. Kingdom, the kingdom. Our demons are trembling. Holy angels defending. And the Father, we put our faith. I'm holding on, but I don't know if I can take it much longer. Today's the day that I put all of my trust and faith in you, Father. Please let this hate make me stronger. For they turn on me like a zombie. It's like I'm being strangled, unconscious. When temptation is almost like Satan is you know, I'm human, and even when uh, I go for my goals and my dreams, and I'm as motivated as I am, I have days where I don't want to do anything else. I'm unmotivated. I literally wake up not motivated. You know, because I'm human. And when we talk about no quit, that it's not an option, you have to find, when you're unmotivated, how to get out of that. You know, I don't like the person I used to be, and I'm trying to kill him. And today, I was, I was, you know, running on the treadmill, for, and I did three miles, and I was so proud of myself. Um, but when I woke up today, I wasn't going to the gym. I didn't want to do anything. You know, I was super unmotivated. And you know, who you surround yourself with and who is in your contact list is super important to get out of those ruts and to be able to call on those people when you need them most and for them to say exactly what you need to get out of it is the people that you want to surround yourself with. I have a lot to say today in this show. It's October 5th. It's Hustle Hour. 
And I'm Mike. And I'm Diane. So I woke up today, as you know, <laughs> and I was so unmotivated. And I don't know if it's because I didn't sleep. I don't know if it's because I was sick throughout the night, uh-huh. which we have no idea why. But even before I like, before we went to sleep, you're like, what time are you going to the gym tomorrow? Deciding when you were going to go. So it was already in your thoughts. Because I felt like total crap when I went to bed. And, you know, um, I wasn't feeling well and I had no idea. I don't know if it's something I ate or just life, you know. And uh, so when I woke up today, I was just unmotivated. I wasn't going anywhere. And we all have days like this. We all have days where we're unmotivated. And um, I was able to, you know, um, you gave me a glass of motivation. When I saw you, you said, here is a glass of motivation. (laughs) Yes. And I drank my first cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And that was the start of it. And then, um, you know, I have a trainer, Scotty Shreds from Transform PT. And uh, I was able to text him today. And I said, Scott, I'm not motivated today. Give me something. And uh, he wrote a big paragraph that was inspiring. Um, of really nice things. <laughs> but not what I needed, right? It's not what I needed. But then, but then I saw the three dots and I'm like, what is next? What else is he going to say? And then um, the next text message was, is this your new habit? Mm. And I <laughs> sprung up so fast. And I got dressed and I said, I got to go because Scott said, is this your new habit? I was like, oh my God. Is this my new habit? So in my uh, manifestation book the night before, I wrote that I was going to run 2.5 miles. And uh, I got on the treadmill and I ran three miles. And the whole time, I just had to say to myself, I'm running three miles. I'm running three miles. And I ran the three miles. (laughs) I like that he sent first a nice little book of really like you can do it kind of stuff and then gave you, you know, the, the ender. The, <laughs> yeah, um, because somebody to tell me that that's my new habit is something I'm totally against, you know, like I'm trying to form good habits and I'm trying to to stay on my path of, of everything that I'm doing, everything that I talk about on this show. And, you know, even me and, uh, you know, I'm human. And I, and I have unmotivated days. So things that you could do when you're unmotivated is to talk to people that motivate you or, or can say the right thing. Um, you know, you, that's the circle of people. But if, if I had the people around me that do stay home, that, that rainy days do let them stay at home and lay on the couch, you know, when I reached out to them, I would have not gone to the gym today because it's who I surround myself with. Um, you know, winners, people that push me to the next level. Um, that's how my day went. And it turned it totally around. Right. And finding people who know how to motivate you specifically, like everyone's motivated by different things. And it wasn't the rainbows and butterflies that really got you going. It was, is this your new habit? Right. And it never is. And, and, and that's knowing myself and, you know, like, yeah, that is not my new habit. No, my new habit is I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to do more now. I'm going to do. And the whole time I was at the gym, I'm thinking to myself, my new habit <laughs> My it. new habit. Every 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 step I took on the treadmill, every I did a whole chest workout and I did an ab workout. And the whole time I was saying, my new habit? Oh, this is my new habit. You know, so that's what motivates me and, and it's 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 the it's the talk that you know, the realness. I like the realness of um, you know, that's that's what motivates me. <laughs> I love it. It was another one of those days where I went to the gym, you were still sleeping. 
And I was like, oh, I wonder if he'll be there. And then I got home, truck was still in the garage. I was like, oh, well, there's still so much time in the day and you were getting ready to leave. Yeah, so <clears throat> that's how my morning started and uh, it totally turned my day around and I'm so glad that I was able to, to have that day. But this week has been um, a very busy week for us. We had a festival over the weekend and it was called Pickle Fest and it was uh, where they closed a bunch of the streets down uh, by Trackside and they had a huge Pickle Fest uh, event on Saturday and let me tell you something, it was busy. We thought it was going to rain all week and then bam, the day, the day comes, the percentages, they go down, it rained the night before and we had a great Pickle Fest and a lot of people came out for it. And, you, know, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that come out. Every time I talk to someone about Pickle Fest, they're like, oh, and I'm like, no, you have no idea how absolutely mobbed it is, how people come from all over to do Pickle Fest. It is such a crazy festival, and I'm always so happy to be a part of it, but it's just always so funny when I tell people, like, you don't know how much people love pickles. Yeah, they absolutely love pickles, and the reason why I love festivals like this is because I get to do, um, you know, first off, everybody's working, so I love when everybody's working, the whole team is there um, we're all together and going through this rush together and I, I love that successful feeling I love putting on the show um, but a couple things happen on pickle fest that I uh, that I want to talk about you know um, me the reason I love fests like this is when when people come in and they put a bunch of food vendors and they put a bunch of vendors on the street I like to see where people go so I like to walk the 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 festivals and i like to go see the food vendors and i like to go see the just walk around and see what the people are eating where are the biggest lines what are people drinking what are people eating what where are they going what where, are they families and i do a bunch of market research so i'm constantly working i'm always so intrigued by what people want you know because i'm in the food business and i i want to be on top of it of all time so as i'm doing my market research a couple things happened and it was uh it, it, they stood out to me. Um, the first thing was, uh, I was I was standing on the on the side and I was just watching all the people and I'm just gathering all the information. And this person looks at me and he goes, "Hey, lighten up a little bit." And I and I looked over at him and I'm like, "Lighten up a little bit." Like I'm not even talking to you. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm in your area. That's it. So I looked at him and he's a bartender at another establishment, a bartender. And he told me to lighten up and I looked at him and I'm like lighten up what does that even mean mm -hmm. you know what I mean and like I looked at him and I was like you know as he's drinking he's like I'm about to go to work in a couple hours and I'm, I want to get my drink on first you know like that is, you were the last person I want to talk to you were the last person that I want to be around people like this just go through life like this just oblivious you know, like, first off, leave me alone. I'm sitting here working. <laughs> I'm sitting here working. I'm not enjoying this. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm enjoying this in, in my way. I'm not enjoying it the way that you are enjoying it, which we want everybody to enjoy everything. Absolutely. Right. But I'm working. And he came into me in my space and started talking to me and telling me to lighten up. I know. People, I feel like um, people never really know how to approach you and sometimes they just come at you so wrong like he could have just said hello so the point of me telling <laughs> this story is it motivated me things like this motivate me i've been thinking about it non-stop you know what i'm not gonna lighten up you know what i'm i'm gonna keep doing things that make you say lighten up i'm gonna be the guy in the room that's always working i'm always gonna be the hustler i'm always i realized through this festival of who i am I realized that people can't handle me because I am just 
this person who is always working. I'm always working towards my goals. You know, like I'm not going to have a festival. We have, we're super busy. Everybody's working. I don't have off. I don't have off either. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like sometimes like you just have to realize after a while who you are, you know, you have to be self-aware of who you are. I right? was, yeah, absolutely. It makes all the difference. I was just talking about this today. I was getting my nails done and I was talking to Angie about how being self-aware is just so important and how that is like more than half the battle is just knowing yourself and the things that you need to work on, who you are, and just having that self-assurance in anything you do will just help you move further. Things that you didn't understand or know how to react to will easily become something you get better at because you're so aware of it until you no longer have to try so hard at something. So I feel like being self-aware is so important. It just kind of, once you are aware of who you are, you're able to propel yourself forward because you know what your obstacles are. 100%. And being able to know what they are makes such a difference. You're, you can say it by its name and know, okay, I need to work on that. And then after a while, you're not working so hard because you've been working so hard. Right. And then another thing that stood out to me on Picklefest is another business owner. Um, so what they do is they have a bunch of food vendors on the street. Now, anybody that's been on Crystal Street, I just happen to be the, the biggest building restaurant on the street. Um, and it takes up the whole right side, mm -hmm. you know. So these vendors are setting up and, and I'm walking past this one and I said hello to him and, and I'm talking about a vendor. I love seeing businesses. I love seeing business. I love people setting up. I love, I love the hustle and the bustle of this festival that we're about to do. I'm super focused, right? Like, and I just remember these certain comments that people say to me all the time, you know, um, he's setting up and I'm just talking to him and he, and he said to me, well, you know, what do you have to do? All you have to do is unlock your doors. All I have to do is unlock That's my it. doors. That's all. Wait a second. All I have to do is unlock my. Wow, I am so blessed. <laughs> all I have to do is unlock my doors. You know what I mean? Like these people that say this stuff to me, like it, it, it motivates me. I've been thinking of this. This is why I'm number one. This is why. This is why I am so competitive. This is why, um, you know, I push myself every single day because I am number one. I'm. I'm always gonna be number one. You know, like I am a winner. I don't lose. The reason I don't lose is because I'm always working. I'm always outworking every single person constantly. You know what I mean? Even on my off days, I try to get better. You know what I mean? Like, I only know my battles, right? And I know that by me doing this show and, and me talking to people and them listening to me, you know, like they're probably going through battles as well. You know, life is hard. You, you, you have your own, you're, you're in your own life, your own bubble of your life and life is hard you know and and you should know that other people in any position in life are going through things as well we also are human we also wake up and don't want to do the day we also want to quit you know all day today i was just thinking like i don't want to do this anymore you know i have those days as well but we got to get through those days we got to push and it's that no quit attitude and that that hustle that's inside of us that keeps us going you know like what are you talking about when you're talking to yourself what are you saying to yourself it it is really important when you talk to yourself what you're saying
forward is forward. You know, some days are leaps and bounds and you're just on fire. And then other days it's like a crawl, but it's still moving forward. You know, you said to me this morning, like, you know, I have to, you're just going to have to work harder tomorrow in the text message. And I was like, damn, that's one of the things that got me too, you know, like, and, and it's, and, and Scott also said, you know, um, you know, you're going to do all of everything that you just did to get to this point, not to go today. You're going to be one day behind mm -hmm. and you know, like, damn, I'm going to be one day behind. And then you have to work harder on top. I don't want to be one day behind. I don't want to work harder tomorrow. <laughs> I already work hard enough. You know, I don't want to work harder tomorrow. So I'm going to miss. And then I have to work harder tomorrow to catch up. Now I'm ahead of schedule. <laughs> well, now you're right on time. No, I said 2.5. I've been running two <laughs> miles. I started at 1.5. Now it's at two. It was at two. <sighs> I said 2.5. I'd ran three today. You know, so I pushed it forward. Now, tomorrow I'm going to slack. No, I'm not. Because then you'd be right on time. Because then I'd be right on time. Mm. Um, also, I wanted to talk about, you know, um, failure today. Because I feel like it's not explained enough. And I want to talk to you about something that I was, I was actually taught at a very young age. My dad actually would tell me this story. And as I was on the treadmill today, um, I remembered this story. And it just... You know, uh, it just, I, I kind of just understood on the treadmill today what that story meant. And I wanted to talk about it. And um, so I want you to imagine, Diane, that you are at a building, a warehouse. Someone's taking you to a warehouse. And it could be, a, maybe it's a castle in, in your vision, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Whatever yes. it is, whatever, whatever you want it to Definitely. be. Right. So somebody takes you to a um, this big warehouse or a castle whatever it is and they say in these doors your biggest dreams your biggest dream soon as you find it in these doors it's going to be yours and you get to have it immediately right mm -hmm. so they walk you through the doors now soon as you walk through the doors the inside does not look like the outside you thought it was going to be beautiful inside, but all it is, is just miles and miles of mannequins. And these mannequins look all identical, all the same, right? So then the first floor of the mannequins look the same. The second floor look like all different people. And it goes to stories and stories of people, just mannequins everywhere. Miles, you're, you, you're actually freaked out. Right? Definitely. You're freaked out right yeah, now. Yeah, I'd be very uncomfortable. Now, the guy says, in here is your dreams. And soon as you find it, it's yours. And it's immediate. So you're like, okay. And he says, I want you to go around to all these mannequins. And there's 20 million mannequins in here. And out of all of the mannequins, there's one real person. And soon as you find that one real person, all your dreams come true. So knowing that, what would you do? Knowing that all the mannequins are fake and there's one real person and your dreams are with that real person. Mm -hmm. What would you do to find that real person? What would I do? What would you do? I don't, I feel like I would be drawn to the real person. What do you mean drawn? I would just be drawn. There's 20 million mannequins yeah. in there. Stories of them. Yeah, definitely. So what would you do? 
start looking. Start looking. How? Um, How would you start looking? With my arms out wide. Right. Start walking and trying to take up as much space as I can as they all topple down. Right. Because the real person will be standing at the end. Right. My answer was I would have my arms out and I'd just be running all over the place. <laughs> right. Like, right. I would be running all over the place <laughs> until I hit somebody in the face. But I also feel like I'm a magnet. Like I would find them a little bit easier. Arms out still, but a magnet. Okay. So I never thought of a magnet, but I thought that's I would be running my, around. That's what it's like in my dream. <laughs> I would be running around this warehouse and I would be knocking over everything, jumping, jumping mm -hmm. in them till I found them as fast as possible. Now this, this real person could be the first person or it could be the, you know, the 20 millionth person. So right. you're just running through these crowds of people. Now, mannequins. If, now what you wouldn't do is go over to every single mannequin and touch it and then cry every single time. That wasn't the real person. Now, is it? I definitely no. would not be crying. That would that would be considered a failure, right? So, you know, you and, and if you cry at every failure and it takes you for so long to find that real person, it's going to take you forever in your life to find that dream. So why aren't we running through the mannequins and running through life just trying to find that opportunity and that dream? And why are we crying at every failure? The failures just teach you that it's not a real person. You know what I mean? The failure just teaches you that it's a mannequin, you know, and you got to keep going to find your dream. You find your human being, you know, the, the human being in that warehouse, you know, and when I was running on the treadmill today, I'm like, holy shit, like, you know, like, I remember that story and it made me like, that's why I'm successful because I don't, I don't stop and touch every mannequin to, and as soon as I find out it's fake, I just keep running, you know, and like, you have to look at life like that and you have to look at, you know, trying to find the, your opportunity in life and you can't be crying at every single time that you fail in life. It doesn't matter. It's just there to, you know, to show you how to get to the next step. Failure is a part of the process of right. success. And you definitely, right. You would like to think you're not going to be crying at all of your failures, but sometimes in the beginning you are crying in the beginning because you, it's so new to you. You know, like I don't think I dealt with failure very well. I've learned to deal with failure much better because of you you know I feel like when you're young you have so many experiences and sometimes you're put in situations that allow you to fail a lot more sometimes you're not and I feel like I wasn't really in so many I don't know I was striving for a, a perfection status with my own parents and I feel like as I as I would grow and move on in my life little things would come along the way but it wasn't until I really got we got into business and I feel like I would have failures that I feel like would have kind of kept me down longer, if not for you, because it was hard for me to pick myself up some of those times. Yeah, but that's why we surround ourselves with each other because you've done the same to me. You know? That's why it's so important to have good people around you. You know, people don't under, you don't understand and until you start doing these steps in life, until you, you get over the failures faster, until you do. Nobody gets over failure faster than you though. Right. <laughs> You're the fastest in the land. All like right. something could not work out and he meet you immediately bounce back up and you're just like moving on. Moving on. So that didn't work. I failed so much in my life. Everything I do is a failure. You know what I mean? Like that's why I have so much success is because it's I just so true. I just go through it's it so very true. very quickly and I don't I don't stay there long. You know what I mean? Like and and I I don't know where obviously growing up my dad taught me everything about mindset and and literally just the way you know uh just the way like I want to talk about business and I want to talk about, you know, goals and dreams and it's very hard for me to have like those one-on-one -on -one, like 
chit chats with people. Small talk. Small talk. My dad was like that growing up, you know, and that's what I resented about him. But now as I get older, you know, thank God he was that way because, you know, he taught me everything. We wouldn't talk about anything else other than just being positive and not quitting. Imagine that, you know, growing up and that's all you hear. That's it. That's all we talked about. I didn't talk about anything else. Sometimes cars or, or sometimes, you know, uh, something a little bit here and there. But my whole life, he would teach me that I'm going to be a millionaire that I'm going to be an entrepreneur, that I'm everything that I have now, he spoke it into existence. He, he called it. He called it, you know, and that's why I grew up this way. And that's why I am the way I am. So I can't change who I am. You know, um, he's the he's the OG, actually, <laughs> you know, like he's, he's the so OG. Is. He taught me everything, you know, and then once I got into business and I was able to, uh, you know, uh, succeed in business, I was able to teach him a lot, you know, and like we have, you know, that kind of relationship now. And it's 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 great, you know, uh, so uh, it's just wild. I do. I do. I get up quick. You know, I don't stay down very long. Right. And I remember reading that line in the book we were reading and it was saying how failure is such a trickster and how it's so tricky and that you think that it's the end. But of course, it's not like if you would just go on for a little bit longer, you would see that there's so much more going on. Right. And so much more to it. And if you it's when you stop that it's truly the failure. But if you're still going and moving forward, even if it's at the slowest pace, it's still forward. Right. And well, what they say is that failing is not the end. Quitting is, mm -hmm. you know, you don't you don't it's not over when you fail. It's over when you quit. Right. So as soon as you quit, it's over. It's done. You know, um, you're able to fail. You're able to take a break. You're able to breathe. You're able to do all of that. It's OK as long as you don't quit and you come back. You know, um, same thing with this hustle hour, same thing with garlic, same thing with everything that we're doing in our careers right now. Like we were supposed to do this years ago and, you know, we could have harped on that and said, oh, we were gonna, we were gonna, we were gonna. Now it's what are we doing? What are we doing? Where are we going? And, you know, we didn't quit and we're, and we're still here. And I feel like a lot of people are going through this in their life. You know where they want to quit and they and they just don't know what to do and 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 how to get to that next step and it's ch literally changing who you are it's waking up every single day and wanting to be better and trying to make yourself better you know the kobe bryants of the world or the jordans of the world you know they thought about their craft their their whole life they they didn't have time for joking they didn't have time for you know um not practicing their craft and and becoming the greatest of all time i mean it takes a lot to become the greatest of all time you know you have to do things that other people aren't willing to do to become great you know and the people that all have become great are the ones that in their story they kind of find follow the same line um, of success, you know, different stories, different people, um, but their their way that they got there, all the principles are the same. So if you aren't doing these in your life and you listen to something like this and, and you listen to me and you think, you know, um, well, I do that, but I don't do this. I do that, but I don't do this. I used to think that way too. And, you know, when I thought like that, I was spending more time thinking like that than actually doing the success principles and becoming successful. And, you know, like I did this new thing and, and they say, take a cold shower at the end of your hot shower and take it, put it on the coldest and let it be on you for one minute. The reason why you don't do that, like if I used to say, I'm going to do everything but that, 
I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> That's the one thing I'm not gonna do because I like a hot shower. I like to stay in there, and it's my time. You know, I I, I think and dream in in the shower. That's what that's where I think and dream. You know, so for me, so what I started doing is the is the cold shower thing, and I let the cold shower hit hit me on the forehead for one minute. It's coldest. When you're going through that. You were thinking to yourself, why am I going? This is torture. This is absolutely torture. But then as soon as you turn the water off, you feel like a million dollars and you just feel like you're ready for the day. And it, it actually warms your whole body up, you know, because your body, the blood gets flowing. It all goes to your heart and your brain. And it goes to all the, the most important parts of your body. So that's what this is about. And I started doing this and I've just been having better days today. I didn't do it this morning. And that's why I didn't jump out, you know, and uh, I, I did it right before the show. And it's just, it, it these are success principles that, you know, um, they're hard to do and you can't pick and choose. You, you have to force yourself to do them. Um, I do just a couple seconds at the end because they say the cold water on your face after hot seals your pores and it's good for your skin, but also true. Not something I do for a minute, but I do it because of vanity reasons. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> it's good for you. It is good for you. So we do it for the same reason. Definitely. Success. So Charlie Failure was supposed to be on our show today, but Aww. he couldn't make it. So hopefully another time we get him on. Um, you guys, uh, you, uh, Diane, yes. and uh, Dee actually got to witness something that I did this week that I've been wanting to do. Um, I told another entrepreneur in front of both of you um, that I asked for an opportunity for him to be in, invest in something when I was younger. And uh, I, was, I yes. asked, and, I, yes, and I, I was there. He was in one of the restaurants, and uh, I got to tell him um, after all of these years. I said, remember when I asked you to invest in a business with me and, and you told me no? And uh, and then he looked at me and he's like, and how did that turn out for you? You know, and I've always wanted to do this, right? And I knew I was gonna do it one day and I did it and it didn't have the outcome and the feeling that I thought it would. You know, like I, I actually felt bad after I did it because I don't know, like it's not his fault. He didn't believe in me. I'm a crazy kid. You know what I mean? Like. Uh hostess stand conversations very serious up in the front always always uh yeah i definitely felt bad for him i i was like you know i'm sure in his mind he wishes he had the you know could have foreseen what was happening now because he'd have a little more money in his pocket but and that's only for him yeah so when you're going through life and you know no matter what you do so no matter what i did i've had a lot of jobs before i was an entrepreneur and have my own business and what i what i always did in every single job is i worked my hardest i was always the hardest working person i would get employee of the month you know but a lot of the times what i would do is i would either uh unfortunately move on to another job very quickly because i was bored um i wasn't i wasn't hurt i wasn't i i, I couldn't work for anybody for very long um uh, because i i'm an entrepreneur at heart um, and I don't really like people telling me what to do, you know, so it was very hard for me growing up But the one thing is I always did work hard in every job and I was always performing number one And I was always the top of the food chain, you know at all my jobs. I just had a lot of them So, you know, 
that's you know so i have a lot of experience but one thing that i could say is everybody you have to realize that when you are in the working industry or you own a business or any position in your life you have to look at yourself as a stock right now stocks go up and down they go super high they they go super low um, so you have to look at yourself as a stock and when you're in a job and you are uh, performing or you know um, you have too many ups and downs you're gonna be considered high risk right you're mm -hmm. gonna be considered high risk um, you know if you have constant ups you're gonna be looked at as a good stock um, you know say you have say you you're going up and you go up pretty quickly and then you could plateau and you could be the same for a very long time that's still not bad it's just that you have to look at yourself as a stock right so for me I feel like my stock is definitely something that I'm definitely high risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. I was a lot more high risk back in the day, but like my stock has shot up and it has seen bottoms, but then it always goes back up. So when people are doing stock trade and they're looking at stocks to invest in, if your stock goes super high and then it goes you know, low and sees a dip, but then that stock can come back and shoot higher than the last all time high, that stock is looked upon as a very good stock. You know what I mean? But now you have to keep that stock, keep going up consistently more than down, obviously. Um, so, you know, you have to look at yourself as a stock in, in life. And, you know, one thing about us and what we do is we always come back and our stock looks really, really good for someone to invest in. And I've, and I've been like that my whole life, you know, and if you look back, I was probably super high risk back then, but you know, now it's, it's definitely come to a point where um, it's more comfortable. Yeah, I I always love when you like give that analogy. Um, but just because people are, we're like a product of our experiences, and a lot of like many of us have experienced so many different facets of life. And then there's other people who you know you you just they're young, naive, or they've just lived a different kind of lifestyle. You know, and when you can't really relate to somebody, I feel like it's because of those lifestyle differences, wherever that may be. And I've we've always talked about it good days and bad days like sometimes we talk we'll be talking to someone and we're literally like they've obviously never had anything bad happen to them in their life or they've never experienced anything like this for whatever that reason is and just the way your stock goes up and down for someone who has a bad day or has a bad week or a couple months like and can pick themselves back up is such a difference than somebody who's never experienced anything and kind of can't pick themselves up or takes so much longer it's not really about how you fall you know it's all about how you get up and it's just it is just the same kind of analogy there with the that's why it's so important when you do rise back up because it just goes to show if you do dip low something happens you're always going to be able to kind of pull it back up right and you just want more highs than lows right and you want more you want longer periods of time up high mm -hmm. you know everything's allowed to dip for a little bit it's okay everything has a dip but it's all about making your stock rise and it's all about staying consistently up there, you know? And if you do take a hit, let that be a little dip next time, you know what I mean? Instead of a big gash. Right. And then you're looked at as really, really strong. So, um, you know, these things that I think about all the time is something that I always want to just tell because this is how I think all the time this is how i'm thinking all the time like my stock is not good today you know like it's a bad stock day you know that's how today was for me um you know that if people owned a stock in me today was a day that they're like eh, you know it was a little bit. it was like the weather rainy 
you know. <laughs> um, but as long as that's, as that stock goes up, you know, and uh, and it keeps going up, that's how you have to th think of things. That's how I look at things. Um, constantly in my life if somebody was to look at me and 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 say like you know i want to invest or i want to um i want to be, be in business or i want to sponsor or i want to this i want them to look at me and, and when they go through it they they're like yeah this is an absolute a plus plus you know and that's how you have to go apart you you want to you want to be in that category you know what i mean this is for people in business that if you uh you know this is advice for you yeah, it's solid, you know, ups and downs, but you want to stay high. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, you know, and today on the treadmill, like, you know, um, what came out of it is a lot of thinking because when you're running for a very long distance, like you have to pace yourself. Um, and I was going for a long distance. And for me, that's a long distance because I'm building myself up. Um, and that's another thing, too. Like I was thinking on the on the treadmill today, like. You know, people always say that they're experts and they're experts and they're this and that. And I don't know if I'll ever get to a point where I'm saying I'm an expert right. at the restaurant business or right. a business like I'm a baby. You know what I mean? And if you look at the business world and, and I'm in 10 years, oh, a little over 10 years, like that's nothing. That's nothing. You go to these restaurants and they're open for 50 years, 60 years, 70 years. These these business owners have been in business forever. I'm a baby. They laugh at me. You know, like I'll never be an expert. But and even then, like there are trends and things happening all the time that suddenly is what's the boom and what everybody wants to eat, drink, experience, and it's kind of like, you can never know. It's so always changing every single minute, every single day, there's a new it thing. Right, so you always have to be, you always have to be learning. So I feel like I am somebody who is not an expert, but I am someone who is experienced. Mm -hmm. And I'm always on the journey. You know, I'm trying to be my best self and, and you guys are coming on the journey with me and, and I'm going on the journey with myself and, and uh, I'm just telling people about it every single day. The, the reason I'm able to freestyle this this show is because I'm talking about what happened to me with, with me in my mind the last week. You know, I'm doing this show for me to be able to succeed. I have another level to go to. I have uh, more places to see and, and do. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm at Pickle Fest and I'm working and I'm zoned in and I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm market research. I guess it's because I'm not where I want to be yet. So I'm not lackadaisic. When I look around and I see all my competition drinking beer and having a good time and smoking cigars, like I'm not there yet. You know, I don't feel like I'm there yet to be able to do that. So for me, I have to have a different mindset. So that's why I am the way I am right now. And when someone says, do you want to go out and get a beer and this and that and this, I immediately will just ghost them. I don't want to, I don't even know what to say because I don't want to say no. I don't want to be mean. I don't want people to think of me this way. But it's just it's not on the line of where I want to go right now. You know, like I have a lot to do. I have a lot of work to do. And when I'm not working, I literally want to relax, to think more about business. I feel like if somebody knew you better and wanted to get to know you, it would be like, let's get breakfast. You know, like I feel like that's just the wrong strategy for them. And that's why they don't get the time with you. Well, they're going to be able to get breakfast soon because construction started on our new <laughs> restaurant today. Right, um, right. And, you know, I I cannot wait to have breakfast. We're going to open at five o'clock in the morning at Taste. Um, and it's called Taste 154 Cafe. Uh, we were going to call it Taste Cafe, but then we realized that there's a Taste Cafe in, uh, I think, Salem, Pennsylvania, and it's pretty big and they own it. So I had to go with Taste 154 with that little tweak. And uh, but we own TasteCafe.com, so they should have bought it. So uh, that's going to be our website. Um, but it started construction today. I'm really excited about it. I cannot wait to open this next concept because we have not done um, a cafe before. 
and it's right now it's it's super hard everything's super expensive to you know right. um everything is expensive to build something right now and to get this done is it's very hard on me and it's it's a big project and uh i just can't wait to open it you know we're gonna have somewhere to go to get breakfast we're gonna open at five in the morning yeah i'm so excited i can't wait to just experience that and you know also change up our life a little bit and just see what that's like and it is right next door to the gym we go to so it'll be it'll be super fun you know that's all i talk about when yeah. i am working out is when taste is going to open and what's going to be there i wish i could have more information for them but i feel like it's such a like organic thing for me when it comes to like making a menu and just knowing what's going to be on it like i could say what's going to be on it now but it'll probably i'll probably make another 10 to 15 menus and change it every step of the way right before i open that day yeah you know um there's a lot of artists that people are like oh you you know music artists that they're like you wrote millions of songs and you know it's it's the same thing for us like we write menus over and over and over but until you open like i was just telling d this the other day at garlic i was telling her that you know a lot of people go into business and they and they teach in school this too you know you have to do your market research see who's going to be coming in and this and that and then you open your business i don't believe in that i think that's they got it wrong i the way that i do it and the way that we do it is we create a menu for something right mm -hmm. and then people come in and we open and then we see what the market is and then we see where we need to go we're we're so in tune with what is happening in our businesses that we're able to create the menu that they want for them to come in. I do the food, you do the drink. Mm -hmm. Definitely, like I, I have the bones in my mind, but at the same time, like I know that there are certain things I need to hit, so I am targeting every single person without omitting anybody. So there always needs to be something on the menu for everyone. And it can't be the same thing. Like a lot of the times it's so easy to make a menu and this is what I love and this is what's gonna be in there. But just because I love it doesn't mean it's gonna be what sells. You know, the one thing that I love might be the bottom seller, but I do know what is gonna sell. And I'm very um, aware of that when I am selling. I'm checking the numbers. I wanna know what, what they like, what they don't like, what we're tweaking, what are the requests. So I'm very, I'm always listening to things like that, but I'm really excited, you know, like it is what it is. People love sugar. And when you incorporate sugar into a cocktail or a mocktail, it is just, it's what, it's what the people want, you know, it is what it is. And it's also the time of like the mocktail. It has, it is now, everyone is drinking non-alcoholic things and they, but they still want it to be in a beautiful glass. They still want it garnished and they want it to look like they are having a drink, but they are not. That I have been getting so many requests for that. And I think a cafe is going to be the perfect ground for me to do that. So I hope we get people off the sugar. Um, you know, I like my coffee black. But I don't know. I like my coffee black with a little bit of milk in it. No sugar. And that's how I'm going to get it every day. Um, and I, I don't know why people do so much sugar. It's addicting. I understand that, but it's not healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, and... Um, like Obvious. you said, there's going to be something for everybody. You know, I drink a coffee with steamed milk is how I get it everywhere. But that there will be drinks for people like that. But I am also going to have, you know, your very fun, sugary no, I'm a, I'm a, uh, sprinkles 
whipped cream and you know listen we gotta make the money we gotta make (laughs) them we gotta make the money and we're gonna make the money and it is what it is and whatever sells is what we're gonna sell and we do it best you know what i mean so you know don't my menu is gonna be you know unbelievable and i can't wait to 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 build the the breakfast menu and the lunch menu that we do over there and i'm really excited because we we like to look at our brand um obviously we have an expectation for our brand but until we open we're not going to really see um it i actually can't write my menu yet until i start seeing taste form mm-hmm. um and see what it's going to be and then i'm going to get the feel and i'm going to get inspiration and i'm going to write an, a kick-ass menu um and uh so building a brand i feel like you have to uh, kind of have an idea business plan of what you want to do um, have a vision for it but then once you open you have to pay attention to it you have to right. be there you have to feel it you have to listen you have to understand what this air er- what your area needs and how you want to be successful there and then once you have that and you make the menus you know when i open a restaurant i will print a menu that i can change constantly weekly until i get the correct menu for um what's right for the restaurant and the people that are coming in and you do the same thing with yeah. the drinks so um and sometimes when you're writing something like this and, and you're opening the most sometimes that's the most the thing that you put on the last second or uh you don't believe in on the menu sells the most and that's the most shocking part um about you know is things could surprise the heck out of you in this business always it's always the thing it's always the item that was last added or it's the one that you knew was going to be a hit but you didn't want to put it on because it's so basic you're going to do a little twist on it and the people are just going to love it but that's not what you want to be known for and it's just what people love yeah. and it's what they get all the time so uh really excited about that um so i can't wait to get that started it's going to make our day um start earlier uh so we're going to have a business and, and be making money during the the morning hours so fun um and have a business during the morning hours we're going to get there at four o'clock and open at five o'clock and what that life will i can't wait to meet those cafe people those breakfast cooks i can't wait to meet the people who are up at that hour what can i learn from them <laughs> I've been who are they good morning you know who are they what are they going to be um and and what can they teach me you know and i can't wait to be the first thing that they see and i can't wait for them to come see us at taste and and let us be the start of their day Mm -hmm. um i can't wait to see uh that part of of our journey and that chapter give us your good morning yeah yeah i've i've been trying on different ones like am i a couple am i gonna be like because i'm up in the morning but i'm not up at that morning like i'm like I'm going to be up at four. Give us your good morning. You know, like, is it going to be like a good morning? Welcome to taste. Or am I going to go with like how grumpy I feel? And it's going to be like, good morning. Welcome to taste. Like, how am I going to be like, what are we going to laugh about together in the morning? You know, because there are other grumpy people at that hour, too. So it'd be fun to laugh about it. But I don't know. I'm going to try it on and see what feels like me. (laughs) You know, I'm going to try different um, good mornings out. So, um... (laughs) I know yours will be very positive. Mm, I'll be in the back hiding. No, I'll be in the back cooking. I'll be in the front. So, you know, I'll be trying out different good mornings and then I'm sure people will tell me which one they like best. And I'm sure it'll be the grumpy one. Got it. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited for that to open. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot going on. I think uh, the next couple shows, we're going to try to get some guests here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to have some guests of people that we are inspire me and or are on the hustle every single day. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the the next show. Today was show five, correct? Yeah. 
Today's show five. That went fast. Yeah, that went fast. So um, thank you, every everybody, for tuning in. Um, I'm I'm glad that everybody's going on the journey with me. You know, uh, talking about failure, talking about being consistent. You know, you could be unmotivated for the day. It's okay. Uh, find a way to turn it around and put the people around you that are going to motivate you to get unmotivated. Um, so this was show five of Hustle Hour. I'm Mike. I'm Diane. Thank you so much.